Morning, bro. Good morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? Uh, well, you know, I got up again today, so here we are. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Raining out. I, I was told by the uh, meteorologist I live with that we needed it. Did you? Yeah. It, that's why I'm here. Yeah. It finally stopped raining here. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've, I've heard that you live in something of a... Uh, a uh, tropical rainforest. So, yeah. uh huh. It seemed that way for about five weeks. Now we probably won't see rain again for another five weeks. Well, considering in that five week time you're you're moving to a real tropical rainforest, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what to what to tell you, but you've been warned. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, so, so you haven't moved yet, right? Mm-mm. Correct. Uh, do you have a place to move? Uh, not yet. Well, we're all a little, a little worried here that you might be left out on the street. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crowded in my car with a dog and a cat and a wife. And 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 you only went for a Ford Fusion with the new car, right? That's right. Instead of the suburban that probably would be much handier a little more accommodating yep yeah right each one each one of you would have had a row then yeah (laughs) in your suburban Mm -hmm. yeah all right so so where do we begin with the the week's fun and games john well let's see we have uh some nba action a couple moves in the nfl otas major league baseball is getting Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you actually brought up the NFL. You, 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 you know, I was going to start with the PGA tour. Okay. Yeah. What would you like to talk about with the golf? I, I want to talk about John Rahm, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So, so for those of you who missed it, Mr. Rom, who is uh, Spanish and uh, a very accomplished player, uh, was in Dublin, Ohio last weekend for the tournament and was playing well. In fact, the end of the third round on Saturday was uh, six strokes ahead, John, and uh, got uh, DQ'd uh, from the tournament because uh, he tested positive twice uh, on Saturday for COVID. Yes, and had yeah. to get removed from the tournament with a six-stroke lead, which was uh, yeah, felt felt like he might win, John. Yeah, that's pretty. Had to be gut wrenching. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I I uh, in in one of life's ironies, John, my daughter gets Golf Digest, so I read it when it comes in the mail. It still comes in paper form. And uh, there is a uh, column every month called Undercover Caddy. And in fact, last month's uh, topic was whether caddies should be vaccinated or not. So there was some discussion of this. And his his answer was uh, probably every caddy would uh, because their livelihood might depend on it. Mm-hmm. But he said he's, he thought a lot of he thought players might not. A, be, not so much because they were anti-vaxxers, but 
he said they're all athletes, professional athletes in their, you know, 20s, maybe 30s. Uh, and Rom's in his 20s. And, and they think they're invincible. So, uh, you know, they, it's hard to convince them they need it. So, Mr. Rom's uh, theory on life, uh, he found out different, I guess. huh? Yeah, he might be rethinking that theory. Eh? It, he, he might be invincible, but he, he's poor now. Yeah. <laughs> by, by a significant amount of money. So, Yeah, he missed uh, out on a few dollars this weekend. Uh, just a million and a half, John. But what that you know, million here, million there. You might even be talking real money, right? Change, chump change for those guys. Chump change. Well, yeah. Uh, I I, I don't think so, John. But uh, I think it's a significant hit to the wallet. But uh, I, I wonder how many of them uh, were in getting vaccinated uh, shortly thereafter. Right. Uh, might, might have motivated a few who thought I, I, it won't, won't affect me. Huh? At the, especially at this late date when it's, uh, you know, cases are down nationwide. You sure don't want to, you don't want to lose out on a million and a half. You don't want to lose the points and uh, all the things that go with it. Right. Yeah. Imagine if that happens at the U S open next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be any any golf tournament. Yeah, a major. Can you imagine six stroke leading them in the, in the major and uh, test positive? So, uh, the interesting thing. Well, there are many interesting things in this story. Is if you if you have not been vaccinated on tour, uh, it seems you still get tested every day. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you're not going. You're not going to slip through the. Slip through uh, with, without, uh, you know, just carrying it somewhere. So, right, yeah. So, there you go. Well, that's uh, that. That was that was the kind of amazing thing uh, this week uh, on, on tour. Uh, the golf tournament did go uh, into a playoff, uh, so it, it brought some excitement to it. Uh, so did the U.S. Uh, Women's Open, which they were playing in san francisco and the worst part about that was i watched the end of it and watched the uh uh yeah lexi thompson choke it away yeah it was, it was not fun to watch but she, uh, she folded pretty yeah pretty well, yeah it was yeah uh it was it was pretty i i, I actually saw Believe it or not, an article about this, John, about uh, uh, may, maybe overthinking things that uh, our, our, our much beloved Brandel Chambly said on the first hole that she missed her first putt, uh, missed the center of the club face by more than he'd ever seen a professional miss the center of a club face. And that unless she had a huge lead, that she was not going to win. Well. I guess he was quite the predictor there, wasn't he? Well, uh, she did not hold on to a, a five-stroke lead, so uh, I guess we have to grant him that, huh? Yeah. Kind yeah, I guess. It. Well, John, John, you know, some day, some days that putter uh, feels like you're putting with a piece of spaghetti. So, yeah. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, sometimes it does. Yeah. Well, so, so anyway, so yeah, that that was brutal to watch too. Rom, Rom throws away his chance at a championship uh, on on Saturday, and Thompson just in public leaks oil in the last couple holes and doesn't even make the playoff. So. Oh, well, golf. That, that's why we watch sports, to watch such meltdowns. Right, John? Yeah, that's why, you know, golf is can be so entertaining at times. Is You know, it's a one, one-man one sport, and you don't have a team to rely on if you're having a bad day or anything like that. So when you start the – when the wheels start to come off, there's sometimes there's nobody there to – you know, you got your caddy, and if they can't help you get it back on track, then – Sometimes it goes downhill fast, as as we witnessed Sunday with with Lexi. Yeah. So, well, that that, that was fun. Uh, John, I actually watched some NBA last night. No. Yes, I I, I watched the whole fourth quarter of the Nets uh, Bucks game. Nice. And I'm still I'm still not sure. I believe that the Bucks won. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, I of course watch what might have been the ugliest quarter of playoff basketball of the year so at least yeah. so far yeah uh-huh. pretty wild game very yeah. low scoring for an nba game in in today's nba yeah well yeah you, if you look at the box score uh, i think they both got the double digits for the fourth quarter but not by a lot so uh, yeah, they were they 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 were clanging the ball all over the place. Uh, it was not a, a a shooting exhibition, with the exception of Mr. Duran, who didn't seem to be able to miss. But then that's kind of his rep, right? Yeah, he does he does pretty good at that. Yeah, he he can shoot a little little bit. But they uh, it turned out that Chris Middleton had a little something up his sleeve, and you know scored. I think the last six points for the Bucks, uh, and uh, you know, in a game in which six points is terribly meaningful, uh, they ended up winning by three. Uh, but uh, they 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 needed that win badly, didn't they, John? They did, they did. Yeah. But um, I would I wouldn't be overly confident on the Bucks thinking that uh, I can win a lot of games, you know, scoring less than ninety points. You you think well? I don't think I'd be overconfident on the Bucks for a whole lot of reasons, John. Uh, the fact that the, their their best player, and I air quotes, uh, is like three of thirty three or something like that from three point range, uh, is uh, is probably a sign of how well they're doing. Yeah, which you know, I guess three point. Three-point shooting shouldn't really be his focus, but um, he keeps shooting them. He does one yeah. one for eight last night. Yeah, I don't I don't know who was doing the game last night because you know I didn't turn on till the fourth quarter. But uh, the the one uh, person who was doing the color commentary said, uh, "Well, they need to get uh, their best players, their best shots, and him shooting." a three-pointer from the wing uh, is, is I, I can't believe anybody on the bench thinks that's his best shot. So, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a problem. And of course the, he's open for those shots and 
you know, I, I can't remember who used to say this all the time. Was it Bobby Knight or, or probably Bobby Knight said it a lot. His son, there's a reason you're open for that shot, right? Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was an entertaining, if ugly, rock fight kind of entertaining game. The NBA really, really hasn't had a lot of games come down to, uh, you know, the wire yet. Um, and so it's been kind of crush versus crush. Yeah, there's been some games that have been close in the end, but, you know, you know, five or six points and it kind of gets stretched out. But, um, yeah, there hasn't really been – there's only been a couple of overtime games. And, and uh, so I guess I don't know if 86, 83 is the type of game I would call entertaining. But, um, yeah. they, you know, the, the – uh... The uh, uh, Nets, of course, in the NBA uh, had a chance to uh, shoot a three to tie it. So, uh, you know, it's at least you, you got to watch it to the end, John. It's true. Did not have to did not have to watch the jazz game to the end, really. No. For those of us who. And so, um, yeah, so the net, Nets are up two one, uh, which. You know, a little surprised the Bucks won one the way they played the first two in Brooklyn, but we'll see what they do in, in game four, if they can hold on to home field advantage. That may be obvious, Steve. These series don't get interesting until the road team wins a game, right, John? Correct. And so uh, right now they're just holding serve in that series. Uh, that's true in the West where uh, – both the Jazz and the Suns are up 2-0 now. So um, that, that is just, uh, you know, that, that is uh, on, on side, as you would say. But uh, they both have looked really good, uh, by far the better-looking team. And uh, I don't know, feels like Jazz-Suns in the Western Final. Just kind of crazy. I, I wouldn't have picked the Suns to, to beat the Nuggets in this series, but um... – Really? No, I think the Nuggets can pr- propose bigger matchup issues for them, but um, I guess not right now. You know, Devin Booker's playing really, really well. So, you know, it's, it's and you got Paul or Chris Paul playing well. You know, the, the ageless wonder, I guess. So, we'll see how this series, these next two games go. I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, the Nuggets right the ship here and get the series tied up at home. And, and then, like you said, it, they got to pull one off on the road and see what happens. Well, yeah, you went, win went on the road or win it on your home court and then it gets to be a three game series and you need to, you know, win one. Right. Uh, so, uh, so that's, let's see. Okay. So who's that lead? Oh, big surprise in the East. Uh, Sixers lost their opener with the Hawks at home. And so, you know, it looks like they are the team that's, uh, you know, scrambling. Uh, they won seed, and uh, the Hawks seem to have a lot of life in them there, John. Hawks are pretty good. The series is tied at one and one. They're going into Atlanta tonight. So um, I, I do think, you know, the Sixers kind of blew them out the other night, though, didn't they? In the second yeah. game? Yeah, second game they blew them out. Uh, trying to do what we do so well, John, and, and look at my uh, 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 ESPN as we 
Hawks night. Philadelphia by one is what they they have the line at, John. Yep. Uh, so uh, a minimal favorite uh, in in uh, on the road, the Sixers. So that that's uh, we we've got a little something going in the NBA. Uh, I think uh, you, you know we've got, looks like we might end up uh, pure chalk, the ones and the twos playing each other, John. But uh, for the conference in the conference finals, but nothing wrong with that, right, John? Definitely nothing wrong with that, I guess. I mean, that's why they that's why they're the one seed, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I guess that's why you play the regular season and it means something, uh, in the NBA, I guess. Huh? All right, so so John, uh, we we all got our uh Islanders gear out. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's good to know. Uh, anything else to say about the NHL, John? No. No. Okay. So, so uh, can you name an Islanders player, John? No. Damn, John, you just you you're not you're not even gonna fake it. Can you? Well, uh, what's his name? Smith, isn't he? Uh, so, Vegas ended up winning. They came back in that series and won, huh? Matthew Barzel. Matthew Barzel. Oh yeah. I how did I forget him? Yeah. He's so their, he's their uh, leading scorer in the playoffs. See? So, now, you, uh, now you didn't know, did you? No, I didn't know. I I I, I uh, had no idea. Okay. So, uh, I, I guess it's the Canadians and the Golden Knights uh, in the uh, West, and uh, it's uh, the Islanders and the Lightning in the East. I'm always, well, as I said to you, I think last week when we said something about the NHL, John, uh, here we are with teams playing from places that don't have ice. Seems an amazing thing. Yeah, it's kind of also amazing that, you know, the Canadians are barely over 500 in the season in there in the conference finals. So, um, well, we, we did, we did say, yeah, we, we did say that's typical of the uh, mm. NHL, right? That, yes. Yeah. That uh, playoffs, the team gets hot and, uh, and, and sweep. The, the goalie. Yeah. Typically it's a goalie. And uh, so, um, there you go. So the Canadians who have not done anything in the Stanley Cup uh, forever, in, in my in my memory, uh, 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 are, are at least in the semifinals, uh, which is probably after you, as you say, a five hundred ish year uh, is going to feel pretty good to them. But uh, uh, I, are you old enough, John, to remember when they won the cup almost every year? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, so uh, in my lifetime, the Canadians were a dynasty in hockey uh, in the '60s and '70s, and uh, and I don't know how many they won, uh, but but uh, hand handfuls. So uh, they they of course, as the national sport, and for a long time, kind of the national team. Uh, De- definitely the French-speaking national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, they they were a big deal. But uh, uh, that's uh, uh, they, they, this is the best they've done in a while. Uh, um, excuse me. <laughs> Still do not have that button that I need. Yeah, so I, I knew that one was coming even. Yeah, so that was right, what it, that scared my cat. Did, did it on your end? Yeah, well, yeah. it scared the cat on my end, and it's not even in the room with me. So there, there you go. And, and I want you know the way these things go, John. There will be a second one coming. So uh, not much I can do about it. Right. So. You don't have a mute button on your phone? Uh, well, I don't know that it works with this program, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking, John. Just trying to just a, a just, just mess with my head. Another reason why I don't like using Anchor, besides the technical difficulties we have. Well, besides. I, hey, John. I, I heard baseball people talk this week about whether the Cubs should be buyers, sellers, or neither uh, this week. In fact, the uh, Chicago Sun-Times put out a poll. And uh, it, when, when, I, when I said neither, I voted neither, uh, the, uh, the poll was like uh, 45% for uh, buyers. So, uh, uh John, where are you at on this? I'm torn. I'm torn. They dumped forty million dollars of payroll in the off season, John. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just don't know if they can. If they're as good as what they, I hate, you know, you're only you're as good as what your record is, right? Just you don't. are what your record says you are. But are they? I mean, are they this good? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I think their pitching is is slightly overperforming. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, what are we going to? What are we going to go get? And that's my other question. Yeah. Winners. I mean, it's it's got to be. It's got to be pitching. I mean, that's the one thing that I think is our our weakest area so yeah um, well i i think the first thing uh john and you know there are people who are, know know this stuff better than i do but the first thing is in terms of uh, are we uh that good uh aren't there aren't there analytics that tell you whether you are or aren't you're you're plus 33 mm-hmm in in run differential and there is a formula that tells you uh you know run scored versus runs uh run, runs given up uh and what percentage winning percentage you should have based on that and i would say the plus 33 run differential uh you probably ought to have a uh you know 35 and 27 <laughs> record at this point so uh let, let me just j- j- and you you chuckled john you, you're not looking at the numbers you're tied with milwaukee who has a a run differential of one, one john. Yep. so i i would say you're more likely to sustain this than milwaukee is though i, I suspect i would want to see some trend lines but that's uh 
Uh, yeah, just, look, just looking at that 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 kind of number, it's like, well, uh, that lo- that looks like a positive, right? It does, and you know we're have a three game lead over the Cardinals. We have a minus twenty one run differential, so I mean, there's a big big gap there right. between between those two teams that we're we're close with. So yes, I guess I, I'm going to stick with neither. And you know, keep Chris Bryant and Javi Baez. Oh yeah, definitely Javi. And obviously Rizzo's still under contract. If anything, we need to maybe pick up a middle reliever, or I guess what you really need, I guess, in major league is that fifth starter you can count on when it comes right. down the stretch. Which I don't believe they really have a good fifth starter. Well, and, and let me say, the, these guys who were talking were saying that uh, the uh, the uh, supply and demand uh, on the uh, on the, fit, the that kind of starter, uh, you you were going to pay through the nose this year because there were going to be a bunch of teams needing that, that kind of pitching, and there wasn't going to be a big supply of people, you know, who 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 were looked at and said, oh yeah, he would definitely come in and help. Yeah, I think, I mean, I guess if you want to look at a bright spot. You're in first place. How how hard is it to look at bright spots? You're in first place. Kyle Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks hasn't exactly been Kyle Hendricks this this year. Yeah, but he's pitching today against the Cardinals, and and that's that's almost a sure shutout. So uh, Mm -hmm. he'll, he'll get back on track today. So Okay. I guarantee you, yeah. Uh, and the car, the Cardinals are in a in a funk. So, uh, I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not looking forward to the weekend series. I am. I, I imagine you are. Yeah, probably pound sand. I, I, you know, by the time the game happens Sunday night, you know, I might just cry rather than watch it. Of course, I'll. I, I can't even do the time zone thing to figure out where I might be. So. Um, anyway, so, uh, so, so John, are we going to talk about my trip next week or you, you want the postmortem next week or, you know, you think nobody wants to hear that I'm going to the middle of nowhere to play golf? Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Is that right? Well, they (laughs) ought to, they ought to John. Yes. We can talk about your, your adventure next week. Yeah. That you, that you wouldn't come on. No. Yeah, we, we, we don't want to rub that in too much, though, right? Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, so John, uh, if, if everybody doesn't know, Steve and, and his, uh, his son, uh, Kid Genius, and my brother-in-law and one of the Kid Genius's uh, roommates, we're all going to Bandon Dunes, Oregon, uh, where they held the uh, U.S. Amateur Golf Tournament last year. So it's it's that much on the uh, <clears throat> uh, the radar for you know national uh, the golf associations and everything. They have five golf courses there, and four of them are rated by Golf Digest in the top ten public courses in the country. So uh, it is a golf mecca. And if you want to know where Bandon Dunes, Oregon, is. Uh, well, it's in the southwest corner on the, on the ocean. Uh, the nearest large town is nowhere, 
and uh, it is just kind of an amazing thing uh, that there are this many golf courses and this many people uh, go there to play to do nothing but play golf essentially. So yeah, there's there's nothing around it. Yeah, you uh, you you I, I don't even know what to tell you. What what would be the next the nearest significant city? I'm sure it's got to be Eugene, Oregon, which I, I'm sure everybody listening says, oh, yes, that's a biggie, uh, which is two and a half hours away by car. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, middle of nowhere. Uh, I, it is funny, John. Uh, I, I decided this week, one night to explore. They have a wonderful website. They actually have a blog that says, before your first trip to Bandon Dunes and a guy from uh, some blog, golf blog, uh, you know, made his first trip and told all these things to do uh, that you, you know, months ahead of time to prepare, John, because you got to be, you know, in the, in the right psyche. But the one, one thing I will say about the place uh, is they have uh, drone uh, eye views of all the golf courses, uh, hole by hole. So you can scroll through each hole, and of course it tells you how to play them, which is a uh, uh, yeah, no, no good at all. Well, looking at it a week ahead of time, right, John? Right, right. But but anyway, it's it's neat to be able to you know you see the golf course, and of course it's a links course. So there are no trees, essentially. And uh, we're playing Pacific Dunes the first day, which has multiple holes on the Pacific Ocean, uh, including one that's, okay, I'm sure the Art Golf Architect would hate me for saying this, uh, is like the, what is it, the sixth at Pebble Beach that wraps, you have to play across the ravine that's the beach and ocean. Yeah, they have a whole course like that. So uh, it is kind of, I, I find it amazing that this many people go to this part of the world to play golf. But I guess, yeah. Well, I you guess why? Like I mean, it, I mean, people go to um, Scotland all the time when there's not really much, you know, Look at our trip to to St. Andrews. There wasn't really anything close to St. Andrews that we could do outside of the town besides, you know, in town. We, we went to Edinburgh, but, you know, that was, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. John, John you, you, you know, you know every, everybody in Scotland is saying, that bastard, he doesn't know what he's talking about. St. Andrews is a great university town, you know. <laughs> okay but i mean i'm not you've gonna been, you, you've been you've been there and you weren't impressed is that what you're going to tell me john no it was i mean it was a you're right it was a great university town i just think that you know to say that people i mean you're going to be playing in very similar scotland weather out there 60 yeah. degrees and rain no it's not going to rain no maybe not yeah uh, but but I, I will admit windy. 60 degrees. So yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah, 60, 60 some degrees, and there will be, uh, I guess, 10 to 15 miles an hour is the standard wind there. So, uh, 
that will be there will be a bit of a uh, bit, bit of wind so um according to my uh, weather app there's a uh fun little thing called a gale warning <laughs> in Bandon right now. That's awesome. I've never seen yeah. this before. A gale warning. A gale warning. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I've met a couple women named Gail and I can see why there would be warnings. So uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> there, there you go. That was, that was my best dad joke. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, this will, this will be interesting and I will be kind of off the grid, uh, you know, days in the Western time zone. Uh, you never know what you end up doing. Right, John, for one thing, uh, East coast baseball games are done before dinner time uh, yeah. is over and, and so forth. So I, I don't know what kind of sports I, I of course, the uh, late night NBA games are not a big deal. They're not late night anymore, right, John? Yeah, those will be starting at like six o'clock for you. Yeah, yeah, I might actually watch some. Yeah, yeah, that or what? Uh, that or West Coast uh, baseball. So, uh, let, let me just one more thing to drop, which I probably should say for text, but I want to say this because I thought it was funny. I guess it is a common common thing to to ask uh, at abandoned dudes. Uh, which is harder to get to, Bally Bunyan or Abandoned Dunes? And and the answer really is Bally is Abandoned Dunes, uh, as Bally Bunyan, uh, which I guess is famously hard to get to, is only a little over an hour from Shannon Airport. So, uh, yeah, you guys have what? Almost a. Are you flying into Eugene? Yep, it's two and a half hours from Eugene. And where's my brother flying to? Well, you know, your brother, your brother in one of those funny things is flying out of Portland uh, at the end of the trip. Oh, and are you taking him to the Portland airport? No, no, no. He's renting it. <laughs> he's renting a car in Eugene. Uh, but yes, uh, for uh, there, there have been a lot of lot of travel issues with, with this trip. Uh, not so much because of the four of us who are going and meeting in Eugene. Uh, actually, I'm meeting Kid Genius and I are on the same flight from Phoenix to Eugene. But yeah. but uh, the airlines kept changing flights around. So uh, it, it, your, your brother had it all set up and then they they changed his flights around. So he was not going to get back home to Fort Wayne, Indiana on the same day he left Eugene. And so that's why he moved to Portland was so uh, he leaves Portland at noon and gets into Fort Wayne, you know, after I think he flies from Portland to Dulles, uh, I'm sorry, o O'Hare. And then O'Hare. Yeah. O'Hare is a nightmare. Yeah. Well, a, a bit, but it is uh it is a hub uh, that will get you to Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is not that easy a thing to pull off. So, yeah, not always. That's for sure. Right. Uh, yeah. You, you, you've done it a number of times, so, you know, <laughs> well, I actually, it's not hard at all from DFW because there's direct flights daily from DFW apparently for oh, right. whatever reason. Oh yeah. It's super easy to fly from, from DFW to, to Fort Wayne. There's like yeah. three flights a day. So, uh, you know, there are daily, there are uh, direct flights to Eugene from DFW, too. 
So how come the KG didn't take a direct flight? Uh, because KG's father made the arrangements and missed that. So uh, okay, but, but but we're flying direct back. So good. When, when, when they made the changes, it was uh, it, it was uh, I, I did not miss the direct flight to Dallas uh, coming back. So. Anyway, so uh, yes, air, airlines. We could talk about the the whole airline thing. Uh, I, well, I I flew down to see you. They changed. Did they change both flights? They've changed every flight on this trip. They've changed. It seems the airlines are doing a lot of shuffling uh, after the fact uh, these days. I'm, I'm sure it is a a logistical nightmare trying to fill planes and everything as they come back from COVID, but um, it, you, you, you better stay on top of things because uh, you might not be at the airport at the right time. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, how's the uh, car rental situation? Or I know we're still in like a uh, rental shortage. Um, I, I didn't do too badly in Oregon. I, I rented that car a long time ago. But uh, I am going to L.A. in August, and uh, we paid more for the car for five days than I paid for two airline tickets. So, Wow. Yeah. Uh, And when I was there in Texas, you know, I own that car. Yeah. Uh, You should. You should. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a big number. Yeah. A big number. Yeah. I could I could have beat I could have bought a car uh, that probably would have gotten me around for for less than I paid for the rental at uh, Enterprise, but yeah, I, I, I seem to I seem to want to keep Enterprise in business. So uh, yeah, they're you're definitely should be on their uh, their platinum gold double diamond status. Well, you know I I don't I, I'm sure there are people who do far better than more more than I do, but. Uh, I, I would appreciate whatever they could do for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, we have not talked yet about what I thought was the highlight of my week, John. Uh, we went and saw Cruella last Sunday. Oh, really? Have you seen it yet? No. Oh. The reviews have, have turned me away so far. Really? I thought the reviews yeah. were pretty good. No, I heard it was not very good. We did watch uh, In the Heights last night, though. Oh, my. No. (laughs) What's so funny about that? (laughs) It's a musical. Uh, Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So it's a very long. I'll put it this way. It's a long musical. Well, that's that's not that. That is a double whammy right there, man. Okay, so uh, I've recovered now. I think uh, it, is it on Disney Plus? No, it's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. I just wondered which one of them. I, I've seen this on in theaters. Uh, so, wow. So how what? I, I I'm trying to recover from the shock here. How was it, John? Are you are you prepared for this? You like you it? You I like it? Not. I did not. You did not like it. It was, it was Smart. easily, it was easily forty-five minutes too long, and uh, a lot of times 
the instruments, the, the, the instrumentals were louder than the singing. So it was really hard to pick up what they were singing, what they were bad, saying. Bad sound um, effects. So. And they, you know, they would mix in a lot of um, Spanish speaking lines a lot that in the music. Um, if so, if you weren't at least know a little bit about Spanish, um, you probably didn't pick up on some words, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's a cute little story, but at the same time, um, you know, it was, I mean, the, the dancing was good, I guess, but the story itself is a good story, mm-hmm. but it was, it was definitely a little long. And, uh, I think the, the audio could have been better. Yeah. Not Lin, not Mr. Lin Manuel's best. It's no Hamilton. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So you 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 aren't not singing that you didn't come away humming and singing the songs, huh? I can't possibly tell you five words from any one song. Oh well, that that does not sound for a musical. That's not a good thing. No earworms in this musical. No. Well, uh, speaking of musicals with earworms. I, I've been to the theater a couple of times now, and I've I've seen uh, a Christmas promo for Steven Spielberg's latest production, which you know you know what it is. No. West Side Story. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to seeing that. There you go. Okay, boy, boys and girls, uh, Cruella. Let's get back to Cruella. Uh, okay, Cruella. I do not. Okay, so I'm going. I'm going say what others have said that doesn't do anything for me but uh the the costuming is if you're into that sort of thing is pretty much awesome because if you picked up on this from the clips uh they are working in the fashion industry that emma thompson's character is a a designer is a is a clothing designer so uh, they, they wear all kinds of stuff that doesn't do anything for me, but uh, I, I was told that it was brilliant, and I've heard others say how wonderful it is. And it's set in the 60s, and there are a lot of classic 60s songs in the track that are like thumbs up. Cool. Uh, and... Uh, there are there are kind of wrinkles to the story, although you kind of uh, see them coming. But uh, you know, it's there's there's something there to the story. It's just very campy, uh, I guess. You know, I, somebody has to shake me and say it, it's based on a cartoon, so you can't expect uh, three dimensional depth of any sort. So <laughs> it, it's kind of yeah, kind of hard to. And, and, you know, the motivations of people are, you know, it's kind of hard to, you wonder why, why, why do they put up with this? Why do they do this? And then, so, um, I, 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 I struggle, I struggled with it, but, uh, it feels to me like a double, double wears Prada remake kind of, right? Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of comparisons with devil, devil wears Prada. Yes. Um, Emma Thompson is much more over the top than uh, Meryl Streep uh, in, in, in that movie. Uh, I, I, I listened to the BBC people, uh, their, their movie podcast, 
and their reviewer, well, somebody said to their reviewer that it's more like the one with Daniel Day-Lewis. What was the name of it? Where he was a fashion designer and he was crazy. Uh, and uh, she she seems to have, uh, be, uh, Emma Thompson seems to be doing Daniel Day-Lewis uh, in, in that movie. So uh, okay. uh, that that is may, maybe a more valid comparison. But it's... Uh, <clears throat> Very cartoonish, uh, good music, good costumes, uh, uh, a few good dog tricks, and uh, there you go. I don't know if that means you should go see it or not, but uh, well, we can yeah. watch it on on Disney. So yeah, right. maybe the, right. the I, do, I do not know that there is anything that uh, the movie does that says got to be seen on the big screen. So okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, where I, I suspect the in the heights, uh, with some of the uh, outdoor shots with them dancing, might have a lot bigger effect on the big screen. But uh, yeah, but I would think the audio situation would be even worse in a theater. True. Well, well possibly yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. Uh, it's not exactly two glowing reviews of uh, movies are out, but it's kind of amazing that we're doing movie reviews again, John. It is. Yeah. Life, life must be heading towards normal. It's getting there, isn't it? Yeah. I still, haven't, I still haven't been to a movie theater in well over a year, but. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand why not, John. You live in Texas where I'm, everybody's free and things are safe. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap shot, huh, John? Yeah, yeah, low blow. Low, low, low blow. Accurate, but low blow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, I look forward to do your report on housing uh, next week, John. And uh, you, you, you'll have to look forward to whatever I'm going, how much time I'm going to kill about Band and Dunes. And uh, I, I am kind of intrigued to see both the weekend series with the Cubs and the Cardinals and to see how some of the playoff, NBA playoff things shake out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm also, I, I would like you to keep a running golf ball tally. Is that right? I, yeah. I don't think it's, well, well, well okay. I, I will keep a running golf ball tally. Uh, uh, we, we probably, John, just because uh, to extend the program another 10 minutes, uh, the European Cup begins today, John. Ooh, that's good. That's good on ESPN. Give give would give us something to watch if I wasn't in band in uh, uh, next week. Uh, the uh, uh, if you remember, John, uh, I was supposed to be at a European Cup opening round game last year before they postponed, and I gave up my tickets. Uh, but the game I would have been seeing would have been Monday in Glasgow, Scotland versus the Czech Republic which um, I don't know is so much a game as a riot. Uh, the Scot <laughs> Scottish national, I don't know the last time the Scottish national team was in a world, uh, in, in, a, in a big world tournament like this. I think it's been at least 20 years. And of course uh, the, the uh, Hampton park where the game is, is there is the national team's home field. So, uh, there will be a certain intensity to that game Monday morning, which starts well before I get up in, in Oregon uh, Monday morning. So, 
It might be, uh, you know, about when you're going to bed. Uh, I think the game is actually uh, at 6 a.m. Morgan time. So, yeah, I don't think I'll be up for the first half. Probably not. But but Google Scotland. Yes. So there you go. Nice. I, I, I will be geared up, ready to go. Twice, that's twice in this pod that you've attempted a Scottish accent, and, and I and use the word, the word uh, I use the word attempted very loosely. No, no, you use the word attempted accurately, but uh, you know that's all right. My my Scottish friends will uh, forgive me for my enthusiasm <laughs> if I had any. Yeah. Okay. So have a good one, John. You have a great weekend. Enjoy Bannon. I hope you guys all play well, and I hope the weather is good for you. Okay, super. Thanks, John. Love you. Take care. Yep. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.